Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. We have an emergency podcast. The Lions have hired a new general manager, Brad Holmes. The whole Blue Kool-Aid crew is here. We're going to get down and break it in. Uh, this new GM, 41-year-old GM, Brad Holmes. So sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the podcast. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast hosted by lifelong Lions fans. UJ. It seems apparent to me that the most intellectual football fans tend to be Lions fans. Bob. Stafford is the best quarterback in football. Remember what you saw here. Tell your grandkids, don't forget. Red Dog. I believe we're on the precipice of a new era of Detroit Lions football dominance. Connor. Patricia looks like Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka out there. An absolute blueberry on the sideline. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. The Detroit Lions 2021 Super Bowl jams. We can't wait for this upcoming season. Relax. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, welcome back to an emergency podcast of Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Oh boy, that must mean we got some big news to discuss. The Lions might have hired a GM. We'll get all into that. So before we get into that, I'm Big Z. Let's go around to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So we got UJ. Hey, everybody. Bob. Hello. Connor. Hey. And then Red Dog. Yo. So, gentlemen, we're all gathered here for a reason, and that is because the Lions have hired Brad Holmes, the the lead college scouting director of the Los Angeles Rams. He's been in that organization for 18 years, but he will not be there anymore as he is coming to Detroit. Um, Before we get into more of his details, I guess, or maybe you guys will get into him, but let's just go around and get the reaction. Uh, So let's start with you, uh, UJ. What is your reaction Uh, to Brad Holmes, a 41-year-old college scouting director getting hired to be the new well, team of the Lions. From what I've read, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about it. He seems like a pretty uh, forward-thinking guy, and uh, with the roster he helped put together with the Rams, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what how much influence he had, but apparently he had quite a bit, from what I'm understanding. And uh, I, I do like the Rams roster. It's a, it's a tough unit, defensively and offensively. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. He's young, some new energy to this uh, group, which we need badly. And it seems like they've done their due diligence, so I'm sure that, you know, after all the interviews they did with a lot of quality people, uh, they must really like this guy. So, uh, yeah, I'm all excited. Plus, you know, I'm a Kool-Aid drinker, so (laughs) and the Kool-Aid's all fresh again, man. It's tasting so good. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl next year. Woo! So, yeah, I like it. I like it. And it does seem, UJ, that he did have a lot of influence, especially on the draft side of things. Uh and the the Los Angeles Rams haven't had a first round draft pick since 2016 in Jared Goff, and they've still been able to. They have the third youngest roster in the NFL right now, the Los Angeles Rams, which means a lot of draft picks and a lot of undrafted uh, free agents on their team right now. They have three starters that were drafted on the third day of the draft, and Samson Ibukum, Jordan Fuller, and Sebastian Joseph, and another cornerback that was an undrafted free agent. So they have four guys on the number one defense in the NFL on their defense right now. Uh, but so that, that speaks a lot to, I think to the scouting, uh, but Bob, let, let's go over to you. What What is your reaction here to Brad Holmes? Yeah. I mean, 
As soon as they fired Quinn, this was the guy on my radar. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think anybody <laughs> knew who this guy was uh, outside of Los Angeles. But uh, I'm excited. I, I think they did a, a great process with this. They talked to so many people, all these interviews, and I've heard nothing but positive things about this guy. And uh, he's supposed to be a big analytics guy. Um, yeah, like I said, he's he's supposed to be run their draft for the last eight years. So I'm excited. Uh, like uh, UJ said, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. It's a new future. And he's not coming in with the with the arrogance that Quinn had. He's, this guy's a guy who's worked his way up the chain, mm-hmm. and he's excited about the challenge, and he's very emotional about it. So I think he really wants the job and wants to do well. So I'm excited. Yeah, he started with the Los Angeles Rams in 2004 as uh, in their personnel department. He was pretty much like a PR guy, uh, just an intern in a PR department uh, for the Rams, and now he's worked his way all the way up to scouting, uh, college scouting director and now GM. Um, just a little more information on him. So he, he has a lot of NFL uh, history in his background. His dad, Mel, was a guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Luther Bradley, does that name ring a bell to you, Jay, yeah, and Bob there? I remember Luther Bradley. Yeah. Number one draft pick remember. for the Lions. Uh, First-round draft pick, I should say, in 1977. That is his uncle. Um, hmm. And then his cousin, Alex Barron, was the safety for the Rams and uh, the Cowboys there for a while. Uh, he played at Alabama, I believe, Alex Barron. Uh, so, uh, and Brad Holmes himself played at North Carolina A&T. Uh, before then joining, of course, and going on his NFL career. But, C- Connor, let's throw this over to you. I know you were a big fan of at least them expanding the process this time around compared to the last time when they hired Bob Quinn. And they yeah. Just a few bones uh, we were chatting just before the pod about how when they hired Quinn, they only interviewed three people as opposed to 12 this time. Um, I like this move. I, I initially was a little hesitant because I really wanted Dodds. I was very sold on Dodds. But Yeah, agreed. I mean, getting guys like Jordan Fuller in round six, like I, I think is amazing versus trading up for Tavai in round two. <laughs> so if that's something we can get used to in the future, I'm very excited. I know he doesn't have as much experience on the pro scouting level, but I feel like that's a little easier to pick up. I think the college game is, is trickier. Um, so I'm excited. We'll see who they hire as head coach, but uh, I think I already like him more than I ever liked Quinn. So that's a plus for me. <laughs> Yeah, damn, and you know, there's a lot of uh, at least a lot of people that seem to have worked with him say there's uh, and and have no and knew Ozzy Newsome for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. They say there's a lot yeah. of Ozzy Newsome in this guy, so that would be that would be a great tenure. That, that would be amazing, <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw Burkett with that article. Let's throw this over to Rudd Dog now. What's your reaction here to Brad Holmes? Oh, uh, you know, it's harder to not like a guy who's assembled the top defense in the NFL right now. I think it all just came down to one question. I'm just curious how you answered it. You know, how, how he felt missing out on Eric Ebron and having to settle for Aaron Donald. You know, how he answered that question, I think, might have been the the one. No, I, I like it. Uh, like I said, top-notch defense. He's assembled a good roster, got a team going go to the Super Bowl. Now they're making another push already in a couple of years. So uh, if you can do that for the Lions, that'll be great. Absolutely. Uh, and there's another thing that I really liked, and this came from Rod Wood today in the press. Or they had a little little presser phone call or something like that. Um, and Brad Holmes really apparently through his interviews and uh, through the background checks and stuff has really embraced technology and analytics, uh, which yeah. really stuck out to uh, the owners and Spielman. So that part really excites me. I feel like the Lions weren't always fully utilizing uh, what what's out there. Just basically, but based on what we saw on the field, it didn't seem like they're utilizing it. 
Um, no. So I'm really excited to see that integrated even more in Detroit here, uh, and that, that really excites me as well, that a guy who's been around this long and has a knowledge uh, will also be implementing those things a little more. That that part excites me a lot because I'm a technology yeah. and analytics type what's, guy. So. Guys, what's the number one question you want answered right now that you that's popping out to me? Stafford. It's Stafford. Coach? What are you going to oh, do yeah. with Stafford? Easy. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I, interested. I, I mean, I'll, have asked I'll, him that, right? I'll drink the Kool-Aid either way, but I'm, I'm hoping they keep him. But uh, I'd be interesting. I, I haven't heard that anything. That had to have been but... an interview question. Like, what would you do with Oh, Stafford? yeah, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah. It had to be. I. Oh, good. Oh, and, you know, just based on everything I've read, it seems like Stafford's going to be staying around. That, that That's what Barry Sanders said, yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's got to be happy to get Stafford. I think he's personally a huge upgrade over Goff. So <laughs> I would think that. Yeah. Golf, yeah. I, think, I, I think Goff is not the most impressive pick. I don't know what all went around. People like, were railing about Goff on 97.1 today. They were what? They were railing on Goff. Like, how can we trust Holmes? He he drafted Jared Goff. Like, <laughs> what a disaster QB. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. even call him a disaster. Like, they went to a Super no. Bowl with him. He's not a yeah. disaster, but I don't find him to be, like, the most impressive, like, quarterback pick ever. But, I mean, I don't know what else was available at that time. So I don't It was know. Wentz or Goff was basically it. Neither of them are overly impressed to resume me right now. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. he, he had to get a guy for his team, and he did. But now I think – think i'm excited to see what he'll be able to do having a guy and putting the pieces around him yeah it, so i do think stafford's gonna say but i mean it, that also depends on the coach uh as well like if for instance yeah. the lions are going after a guy like arthur smith who has like five or an interview with every team in the nfl right now and three second interviews the lions being the last of the three unfortunately so maybe he'll be hired by the time we're done with this podcast uh, by the falcons or something the lions we're recording this on a Thursday. The Lions are interviewing Arthur Smith for the second time on a Friday, which is tomorrow when this podcast will uh, debut. But nonetheless, uh, I think you want well, Stafford's going to be there if you want to draw on one of these coaches that is being looked at by several different teams. Um, but yeah, and kind of transition to that a little bit. Uh, you know, Brad Holmes comes from the Rams, and there's a guy, defensive coordinator Brandon Staley. That's a popular name right now too. That the Lions have not interviewed yet. Um, but with this hire, I I'm I wonder if that is a possibility that will bring this guy, uh, Brandon Staley guy in late. He's a Vic Fangio yeah. uh, type well, defensive mind. Well, we failed to import the Patriots. Maybe we can import the Rams now. <laughs> from from what I read, they might be leaning more towards an experienced head coach now that they have a rookie GM. Yeah, my, my gut is saying Marvin Lewis is going to be hired. Uh, oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> that would that would be really deflating to me if they hire him. <laughs> That's just my gut. I don't know uh, th- th- because, like you said, like Brad Holmes, inexperienced GM, so they'll go the other route with head coach and give the get the most experienced head coach. Uh, yeah, so I'd rather say- have uh, Marvin Lewis than. Todd Bowles, though. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Or, or, yes. or like Jim Caldwell. I'd rather have <laughs> Bevel than both of them. Ooh. Yeah, I, I like Bevel. I hope he stays uh, around. I think if Marvin Lewis gets hired, I'm, Bevel. I don't want around. him as a head coach. I don't you think know, Bevel's not an exciting pick, but man, he makes Stafford. He brings a bonus out of Stafford, and, and that's our one strength yeah. right now. Is, is their offense Stafford still wasn't great? Though. Though. Isn't I mean, like, Bevel Stafford stick, was great? If you kept Bevel, though, wouldn't it do what UJ was talking about? Kind of give him that. Uh, I guess though they wouldn't have had hired him before they hired 
bowls, but I was just saying because like you'd give him that one year of uh, that sort of honeymoon period like that uh, Quinn had with Caldwell, but I don't know. It just seems like uh, yeah. The real question is: yeah. is, is he going to have a choice in who the coach is now that he's the right? Because he hasn't been in all this interview processes they've done, right? right. Like I'm interviewed sure all these guys start looping them in. Is he going to just start like watching like the recordings of the meetings or something? Like, yeah, they probably. must have talked about it though. You know, oh, yeah. when oh, he sure. took the job, he must have had an idea whether he's going to get to pick the coach and yeah, I'm sure he yeah, had some input. or like who he would put in as head coach. I'm sure is a question like. Right. His yeah. ability to work with whoever the head coach is should be a paramount importance. Whatever they decide, it does seem like they have some sort of like unified plan in motion here at the top, which is Yeah. The last time they did this search, uh <laughs> they just threw it to Ernie or Corsi, who is one of the worst football guys out there at the NFL. Oh god, I know. It's <laughs> yeah, people. Cuz the Bears uh helped uh you know Ernie of course he helped the Bears uh get Ryan Pace their GM and look how that's turned out over there. Since he's yeah. over there. Um at least we're not Bears fans. Take one Pace <laughs> another year. Oh yeah, that's great. That the the, the Bears fans after their uh Oh, can I can I give a shout out real quick to uh Mitch Trubisky for winning the Nickelodeon Valuable Player Award after his heroics <laughs> in the last playoff game? That's so fantastic. That's just a yeah. icing on the cake for Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> that was so funny. That was funny. Did anyone, well, I don't know if anyone watched that, but all the Bears players were getting all the votes <laughs> for like the yeah. top for the Nickelodeon VP or whatever, MVP, as, even though as they were getting spanked. <laughs> it was just funny. Um. So the Lions, uh, where they settle at head coach right now, so Arthur Smith only won with a second interview. Robert Sala has been, uh, you know, he got a second interview with the Jets. Now he's going over the the Eagles. He seems less of a favorite than yeah. uh, we, we thought yeah. coming into the process now, right? The shine wore off of him really quick, didn't it? I mean, the, I kept the, hearing reports that the interview the didn't go as well. Yeah, well, Burkett's the one that reported, right, that uh, they thought Bevel interviewed better than Sala, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Burkett said that. So interesting nugget there. Yeah, your resume's only worth so much. It's about how you do in those interviews. I mean, if you don't come off well and don't get along, don't seem like you're going to get along, then and all that other stuff doesn't really matter. Supposedly, Patricia did good in interviews too. You know, <laughs> you didn't tell him that his plan was to to just come in. Didn't and even really have to interview. Team. I feel like Quinn I, was just like you had yeah. the job. Probably. Exactly. That, yeah. Probably. There wasn't much of an interview, not not as an indefinite interview process as we're seeing right now. That's they, for sure. They knew he was an asshole. They just thought because he's a rocket scientist, they just couldn't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, Quinn had his eye, his eye on him like for years. Like they were going to do this together. Mm-hmm. No, that was that really makes me doubt. Yeah. And they get to get fired together. It's awesome. <laughs> and then they didn't get along, and they butted heads, and it didn't work. It's the mag- magic, the magic of. Uh... Assembling a team. Yeah, the, the only thing with Brad Holmes and the seventh pick um, that the Lions have in this upcoming draft is the word around like with with scouts that I've been reading, uh, uh, especially these people that quote scouts all the time um, in regards to draft, is that the quarterback crop two years from now, so not this draft but the following year's draft, is very bad. So if you're going to take a quarterback, the value is a little higher this year than normal, maybe because the quarterback crop the following year is not good hey can so, i tell you my my pick for how i hope we get in the first pick right now i know it's early for our draft i have a guess who you're gonna say but along these lines and this big z you're gonna love it because i'm i want big z from byu zach 
whatever Wilson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Devonta exactly. Smith or whatever. No, hey, Stafford's got two years left in his contract. Three. I thought uh, you were going to say some corny joke about wanting no, to would love, on the team. I would love Zach that. Wilson. He's got a Stafford-like arm. It's unbelievable, and he's young and he can run. I'm telling you, this guy's. So you take him I at think seven? He's going to go top three myself. Yeah, I, he might. At least he might top six. We might not have a chance at him. You're right, but that would be my. Dream choice. Right? All right, so Bob, really oh, quick, oh. what's your what's your way too early pick that the Lions get in the first round? Now that we know the GM. Oh boy, well this is really way too early. Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna it's... say they're gonna go with the wide a wide receiver, unless like Penny Sewell falls or you know I don't know whatever. <laughs> but I think uh, Devonta Smith. I'll go with that. Or, there you or go. Jamar I like Chase. it. How about you, Connor? <laughs> Who's the linebacker? Uh, Micah Parsons, baby. Yeah, he's I'd the like one I that. think they're gonna pick. That's my they pick. really need a pass rush. My pick is Micah Parsons. I don't know if he'll be there either. Who's yours, Red Dog? Well, since you guys kind of stole my options, I'm just gonna be interesting and do something different. No, I, I like I like Devonte Smith or Micah Parsons, but let's just throw Zayvon Collins in there too. If he blows up the combine, I could see him being there. Best defender in college football. I've seen him projected like low first round in a lot of these max. Yeah, so. but if he runs like a four five or four six, then that changes things. I'm more curious. Is this gonna be another one of those for... bets where Zach will eat bull testicles if he falls <laughs> that far or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> later date, later date. We'll get to that <laughs> later. <Nagurski> <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be Bronco balls because he's the Bronco Nagurski winner. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, but, yeah, we just wanted to hop on the podcast here really quick to go over this hire of the GM. So the lines are halfway there. Now the next the next part is getting that head coach in place, and then we can really move forward uh, looking at the draft and such. And this new era of Detroit Lions football really is new era. Yeah. New owner, uh, new GM. And new batch of Kool-Aid, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fresh slate. Nobody knows. There's guys who think, oh, yeah, Dodds is the guy, but – we don't even know, really. I mean, yeah, we don't know how you're yeah. until the they GM actually do the job. We don't know, yeah. You know, so I'm excited. So, and Bob Quinn was director of pro personnel. This guy's director of college scouting. So, interesting uh, leap, and uh, apparently personality, everything like that. So, we will, uh, we we shall we'll see. see. We shall see. We're way too early. He hasn't <laughs> even been around 24 hours yet, but. Uh, yeah. We love the hire. This is the best hire in Lions history. He loved the uh, their like social justice thing too. So I think the players will probably like that. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely. they'll respond uh, to him. Uh, Zach, the... if they uh, if they hire Marvin Lewis, I'm putting a curse on you because you have spoken it into existence. Now. <laughs> Here's one thing I didn't like, don't like about the NFL though. So they have this um, diversity thing going on where if they hire a, a a coach of color, so Hispanic, black, um, that the team that – I know why they have this rule, but I don't – I think it – so the the Rams, because of this hire, get two third-round comp- compensatory picks. That doesn't – What? I know. Th- isn't that – I know. It seems like it should be the other way around. Th- that's kind of wa- – yeah, exactly. The Lions should get something, right, if if that happens. But I don't even like that at all. The, it should be monetary. It shouldn't, like uh, – I don't like that – the Rams get two third-round picks because of this. Uh, I, that, that's very bizarre to me. Uh, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to encourage teams to promote uh, people of, yeah. and, and minorities and their I organization. That, uh, I get that, but this is, I believe, the wrong way to go about it because it creates I think there's only, only 
Yeah, I think he's the third black GM in the league right now. This would be the fourth. He would be the fourth uh, now. I am... Isn't that counting the Falcons who haven't hired theirs yet? Um, no, I don't think so. What's his face? Uh, he's the second. It's three or four. It's three or four. GM. But then the Rams are also going to get another uh, two third round draft picks because Ray Farmer. One of their assistant GMs is going to be hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars soon. So now the the Rams are going to get four third round picks because of this. Does that just make the third round longer? I'm so confused. No, I is think they like... just get them for like the next three years. Now they get like two for like the next three years. Or something from like who that. though? Are they taking these picks They're from? No, they just add them. Yeah, they add them. They add them. The NFL okay. just gives them a pick. Yeah, same thing like when uh, if you get like a free agent uh, signed away for a lot of money, you get a compensatory pick. So there's like. There's like 40 picks in the third round now instead of 32. I just I don't like I I think that creates a, a way to unbalance competitively. I I don't like the way they went about it personally. Uh, it should have been tied to more financials I thought, but I just want yeah, to throw that and the Rams it's kind of wild. The Rams, the Rams always four. have a, What's a lot of picks. The Rams always have a lot of picks. Uh, the Lions only have five, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> we can spin those into some more. Hey, he should be able to bring his picks with him from the uh, team he was with. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that, would like that. that would be an interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think that's going to wrap it up. But the Lions hiring 41-year-old general manager Brad Holmes, former college scouting director of the Los Angeles <laughs> Rams. So we'll be back on here. We'll have another emergency podcast when the Lions hire their head coach, which seems like it's going to be happening sooner rather than later unless they haven't had the opportunity to interview anybody that's in the playoffs still. So that's the only uh, caveat that maybe they're waiting for Brandon Staley now that they hired the Rams guy uh, for the Rams to lose to the Packers this weekend or something like that. So that's always the risk. That comes with waiting that you could lose on another guy when you wait for this other guy. But anyways, uh, that'll wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and please leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! go. charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory go, go.